did a little experiment recently what's that do you remember last episode when i had um and we recorded that yesterday uh when i had that intro bit that i like wrote it was like fun uh-huh this isn't that i decide it was 11 o'clock okay i had the munchies but i didn't want to eat food because it was 11 o'clock and you're not supposed to eat before bed huh what are you about to say i had the munchies but i didn't want it because i was got to go to bed i want to get gird so i made tea Good. I made myself tea, That's and good. I don't normally make myself tea. Yeah. And I saw that we had chamomile lemon surrender to sleep herb tea by the Republic of Tea. Yes. And I was like, okay, this is fancy tea. It comes in a, a tube. A canister. This is tube tea. Uh-huh. It's like the Pringles of tea. Yeah. Tongue come, it's like tingles. Mm-hmm. It comes in a tube. Mm-hmm. Fa- in the biz, we call them tingles if they come in a tube because they're fancy. Uh-huh. And then, but I I was going to grab two of those and I was like, no, 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 no. What if instead of having double of one sleepy time tea, I mix two sleepy time teas like I'm mixing clear and dark liquor. Okay. So that's why you also have the the Tazo dream tea. Because then I saw we had Tazo dream tea and I was like, okay, they've made the box real pretty. It's got this like pretty painting on it. Yeah. It's got the moon. It's got some nighttime clouds. But it's still Tazo. It's still so like some like bottom shelf shit. It's basically right above the twinning. It's like right That's above the twinnings. It's bottom shelf, and this looks like someone painted it in GIMP in like ten minutes. So I wasn't fooled. Uh huh. And it's got a, a drift into dreamland with the soothing taste of lavender, valerian, uh, which is a Game of Thrones thing. So that's not real. Chamomile and sweet notes of almond. I'm pretty sure that's catnip, valerian. It's from a TV show. It's not okay. real. They made that one. That one they stole from a TV show. If it's in a TV show, it's not real. Okay. That's why most of the myth, myth, but Mythbusters things got busted because uh-huh. they were they just te- yeah. No, I got, get it. Okay, great. Okay. So I had so I, I mixed. I did a very sexy sleepy time mix. Did you? Were you asleep before you finished the glass? Like how'd it go? I went to bed at like one thirty. It didn't do anything. Oh dear me. Okay. It didn't do anything. Okay. It was a vaguely tasty tea. Maybe they canceled each other out. I didn't really remember drinking it. And then it was gone, and I was like, oh, that's a bummer, and I was still hungry. And I went, and then I slept, like, okay. About as, it was, like, normal. And you're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm bottom shelf tea. And on this show, we search the internet for the wildest, wackiest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we gather those reviews from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other and bring a little levity to whatever the hell is going on. (laughs) I'm going first because yesterday we did a different episode and you went first. (sighs) So today it's me. It's you this time. You. I can't believe it. This time. So what do you have for us later in the show? Well, babe, I was getting real nostalgic for, do you know how I, uh, when I was a kid, I had, I did summer care for a long time. I had to go to summer care. Yeah. Working parents. I had all two that. working yeah. parents and thus went to summer care mm-hmm. um, up until like 13 or something, which yeah. like I, I could have been, huh? it's fine. Uh, one of the things with being in summer care is that your parents pay an activities fee and that pays for a weekly field trip uh-huh. to somewhere fucking weird. Yeah. And it's always, and it's like the one thing about it that I don't, like look back on sadly because i got to do a lot of weird random shit yeah that i would have not gotten to do and some of it was fun i think a lot of it was just weird uh-huh um and one of those was a tour of the mayfield dairy plant you know um the first elementary school i worked at they did a field trip every year in third grade to the mayfield dairy plant specifically to the may it's very much a throwaway thing it's like it's really yeah. cheap tour yeah it's not that interesting. We took all the third graders there. Okay. Did you go? No, I, okay. I, I never I never had a third grader who needed me to be with him on the field trip okay. um, while I was there. So I thought I might, and I'm not committing to it, but I might just do a series of topics based on random ass trips I made as a child at, at Montvale Summer Care. 
Um, and th- so for this episode, we're doing the Mayfield Dairy Plant. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mayfield is a huge dairy company in the South. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to for... say. I was also about to double check that I'm going second. You are, yeah. So I'm done previewing. Yeah. Okay, I was getting ramped up to my. Phone. Yeah, yeah. I know you were about to just jump right into reviews. <laughs> yeah. No, I am going first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm done. So we'll just we'll put a pin in it by saying Mayfield is a ubiquitous it's Tennessee like a, dairy company. It's like a regional dairy company. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, they come in a yellow jug. Yeah, they've got a very distinct mascot. It's a cow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, but it's like the Mayfield Dairy Cow. It's, it's a, got like a whole It's a distinct situation. cow. It's got like a quaff. It's got like a 50s it, biker quaff. It does. Quaff. It has a quaff. It's yeah. a whole thing. Um, I'm s- usually smoking a cigarette, which you think wouldn't have aged well. Um, it's certainly not for me because I'm three weeks off cigarettes so, now. Okay. We, so yesterday you were two weeks, which yeah. should tell everybody something. Um, that I'm Nick fitting really hard. It was Father's Day yesterday. Uh-huh. This is the segue I'm going to use for my segment, okay. knowing that we're going to talk about milk later. Cool. Um, food.com, food.com. Come on, everybody, it's food.com, food.com, food.com. Come on, everybody, it's food.com. Nice. Um, do you know what you make, Dad, for his big day? What? You make him a goddamn steak. Steak, bro. Um, we're gonna talk about steak recipes on the food.com. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I mean, seven minutes on each side. Is there much more to it? I'm specifically we're gonna talk about outback copycat broiled steaks for your father. I guess I, I will try to as quickly and concisely and summatively say that that is not a thing you copycat. Because it's just steak. Food.com, food.com. Come on, everybody. It's food.com. I don't think I don't think Australian steak tastes different. It does. Okay. Well, then I then I you know what? You're right. I'm Thank wrong. you. Yeah, perfect. Thank you, I there thought so. Mm-hmm. Broil a perfect steak. Says it's Kim C twelve. It's an oxymoron. I found this cooking guide on Lindauer Family Farms website when I ran out of gas for my grill. If you like your steak prepared at Outback Steakhouse, then you will love this recipe. I think I think the alternative solution was to just get more gas. No. Or charcoal if you want flavor. Um. So this is done in a cast iron skillet for obvious reasons. Yeah, I mean, that's a good start. That's chef-y. I like Would that. you like to tell everyone the obvious reasons that this is done in a cast iron skillet, or should we just talk about it later? Um. I mean, I see Bobby Flay do it a lot. But otherwise, I you know, I just think you might put it better. So if you want to fill in, I obviously know, but if you want to fill in the rest of the audience, that'd be super helpful. Um, it's called the Maillard reaction. And Maillard right. is spelled is with two duck. L's. Oh, okay. Because mm. of language. Um, it's about getting your metal so hot that mm. instead of sticking to it, the flesh you are preparing <laughs> sears. <laughs> right, okay. Um, that's my explanation. Cast Great. iron extremely hot yeah, and, retain, and retains heat really retains well. heat really well and it retains heat fairly evenly that's because mm-hmm. of how it is those are things i know um and if you're going to put something in a broiler which uh-huh. means it gets extremely hotter even than your oven normally yeah. you would you want a cooking implement that's going to both retain and equally distribute that heat so you can have an appropriate Maillard reaction for your flesh. Okay, this is basically a splendid table. I love it. I'm Francis Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Francis Lamb. No, I am Francis Lamb. I'm Francis Lamb. No. Um, what's really fun about this recipe is that the only uh, cooking fat it tells you to use is olive oil. Yeah, so this, this isn't good. Um, do you want to tell everybody... Why we shouldn't use olive oil for the broiler, or should we get to that later? Because the smoke point's like I, two. I think, I think it's a higher than three fifty, but it's not. It's it. I don't. I think it's like sub four hundred. The smoke point is two. Um, <laughs> oh, that's how old I am. I know. That's how long you've been off cigarettes. I kn- oh my gosh! Don't remind me. I'm shaking uh, over here. God. <laughs> Question. I don't have a cast iron skillet. What should I use instead? Oh, boy. Reply. I mean, a baking sheet at this point. From Classic Duo Night. Yeah. Use an oven-safe, broiler-safe pan. 
Right. So a sheet of metal. A sheet of metal. They're a sheet of metal. It's a sheet of metal. It's a sheet of metal. Yeah. Um, but CEO Sam says, what Duo Knight said, but you must get cast iron everything. <laughs> Every, even the pants, the I sheet pants. rarely cook with anything else. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm a lot of a lot of people fixate on their cast iron pans and get real macho about them. But if, for me, it's the it's my cast iron sheet pans that I'm like the most macho about. It's that's I am, I truly am. Yeah, um, that's like a real alpha thing for me. Like I, I don't wash them with soap. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I call it seasoning, but I actually just never wash it. I season them in the ocean because I surf on them. Uh, Tori has a suggestion for us all. For all of us. All of us. Everyone. Everyone. Okay. Well. Well then. Apparently, you don't broil in a glass baking pan. (laughs) No, apparently not. Apparently not. It exploded. Yeah, it would. Uh, Well, especially if you're using olive oil, because now you're turning your oil to smoke. Instantly. Instantly. Instantly evaporating your oil. Yeah. Ruining your kitchen. Yeah. And your pan. And your body. Exploded! (laughs) Well, we were vegetarians tonight. Potatoes, green beans, smothered in honey butter and almonds, dot, 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 Mm -hmm. rolls, dot, 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 and still staring longingly. It says... Loaningly, but I think <laughs> I think that was just some of the damage done by the glass at my wonderful yet glass infused ribeyes in the trash. <laughs> Sigh. Maybe I'll invest in a cast iron skillet. Dot 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 oh dot. Because this didn't didn't just blow; it exploded into a sad vegetarian night. Okay, well, fuck you. A B. Are you still going? Okay. I need my meat! Mm, Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. We'll circle back on A then, I guess. Exclamation point. Thank you. I'm sure it would have been amazing. Still learning the ropes with this cooking stuff, dot, 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 space. Never again, (laughs) that's for sure. I'm still learning the ropes with this whole cooking thing. I haven't figured out, like... I, I haven't figured out how to get the meat the right color on the where you get like it, you, you brown it mm-hmm. and it like tastes good. Yeah. I thought glass was the way you did it. It's what makes my weed taste good. So like I thought if I did that w- yeah. with meat in under the broiler. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. And um, everyone would love it. This but is such a shameful, heartless way to cook meat. The the, the whole. The, the, are we going to get into the, the olive oil? piece of this we are gonna get into the olive oil piece of this yes we are yes this i know sometimes when we do recipes it's boring but this is like fucked like you really this is such a shit way and the fact that it's an outback coffee house thing the cop the fact that it's right (laughs) you are right (laughs) fine um i just can't believe it it's this is this is like the most cynical way to cook a steak it really and truly is like cook it with love like at least put any kind of effort into it it would be great. That would be great if there was any, any, any kind of effort put into it. But we can't. Um, we can't. And the thing about these cooking websites is that you go, in theory, you go to these kinds of cooking websites. And there's a little tip that says, I know you you typically saute with olive oil in your saute pans. You don't want to use olive oil for the broiler because the smoke point is too low. That's the kind of thing that a a website like this should tell people because that's useful information. I do not expect everyone to know. Do I expect most people to understand that glass will explode if you get it hot? (laughs) Yes. Do people know that? No. No. Um, I have watched and heard about so many people shattering glass because glass will shatter if you get it too hot too quickly. Mm. Um, Surprise. <laughs> yeah, and it, well, it also doesn't transfer heat effectively, so it's not gonna cook. It's not. It's gonna cook it, but like ambi- it's like the worst way possible. The worst way possible. Um, Baby Duck has a five star review. Awesome. I was really happy to have this recipe during the winter when we couldn't use our grill. Steaks got a great sear on the outside, but stayed nice and pink on the inside. Mm. My only problem is that our house usually got pretty smoky. 
and set off the smoke alarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even even if we remove the olive oil portion, which yeah, like that is a uh, putting getting olive oil that hot is a great way to spend the whole night coughing. A, B, if you live in an apartment complex, you're they're all everybody's fucked. Everyone is fucked. Like your kitchen is fucked. Everything that is around your oven is going to be f- covered with just the nicest, daintiest layer of of grease forever. Burnt grease forever it's the worst so uh, even even subtracting all of that though like if you're trying to sear a steak you put the heat on the bottom where the pan is because then the pan gets hot and sears your steak when you do it this way you just incinerate the whole fucking thing Mm -hmm. this is an asinine way to do it yes you you sear both sides and then you put it in the oven at a reasonable respectable temperature for the sole purpose of getting the internal temperature to a safe level yes that is the point Uh uh-huh this is not how you do it chris brad has a five-star review (laughs) fantastic i've never broiled much but i've always loved steak cooked anyway it doesn't matter how you cook it. Honestly, even like raw. Raw. Was going to grill it, but it's very windy and rain-threatening, and was pleasantly surprised to find this excellent recipe. My steak was delicious. Only thing was, I did set off two smoke alarms. <laughs> this is fucked. Next time, I will just remember to put the fan on <sighs> when cooking this again. Or use grapeseed oil. Yeah, I was about to say grapeseed um, People like grapeseed oil is like the biggest secret. Like people don't re- realize how good an oil that is to cook with. I'm definitely going to have to try this quote unquote method mm. with pork chops and perhaps chicken as well. We'll have to quote wing the cook time. <laughs> oh, ayo. Don't put your wings in the broiler. No, don't put... Um, I know you were trying to be so cute. I know you were trying to be so funny, Chris Brad. Don't put your wings in the broiler. I worry about you. The only thing the broiler is good for, and it will... I mean, it's good for cooking meat, but in the saddest way. Like, the only thing the broiler is truly good for is using it for exactly one to two minutes to crisp up the top of your casserole or to brown the cheese that you've put over something casserole-like. That yeah. is all it's for. I mean, I'm sure, like, I, I I, am not prepared to say that I know all of and the only appropriate broiling methods. I am not a chef. A chef. But I am a smart person who rubs my brain cells together every chance I can. <laughs> every, every single opportunity. Um, I'm, I've crossword puzzles. I just, I just like to toggle all those little neurons in there just as much as I can. Um, and what that's resulted in is me not burning my house down. What, what it's resulted in is two two vegetarians hilariously lecturing steak cookers <laughs> steak on cookers food.com. Steak cookers on food.com because you shouldn't put your goddamn glass baking dish in your broiler. With a ribeye in it. <sighs> Cole has a two-star review for this delicious steak recipe. <laughs> Pretty good recipe. But steak is too close to the element for olive oil. Yeah. Started a grease fire in my oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would. Yeah, yeah. It would. It would, yeah. Um, but Bo did have this helpful piece of advice. Did you use a tape measure? <laughs> Middle rack in mine is about six inches. <laughs> it's too close. I'm, fuck off, Bo. <laughs> did you use it? Cole, are, are you Okay. Even Alton Brown is not suggesting you get in there with your tape measure to get it set up right. Like, it's just middle rack, top rack, bot. We can be... Yeah. who? What are you... Bo, what's going on, friend? Um. So later, I'm going to bring a different <laughs> steak recipe and people who ruin their lives in a whole new way. Did you use it? I feel... I don't want to insult you by asking because I feel like this is... This is common sense. This is some farm living. I know you just started a grease fire in your kitchen and you might you might emotionally be a little turbulent right now, but... But at the risk of at the risk of putting you off by asking you something really dumb, did you use a tape measure? Did you use a tape measure? Uh, again, I don't want to offend you. I'm sure you did. Most most folks would, but I'm just double checking because it seems like maybe you plum made some simple errors. Um, did you use your cast iron tape measure? <laughs> I have cast iron everything. It, it's important to use the cast iron, otherwise, if you already got the boiler going, it'll melt. It'll melt. 
Um, those steaks won't be no good with plastic on them. You're never going to get that off the bottom of your oven. Um, so that's what I have. Um, we're going to Mayfield Dairy, babe. Home of everyone's favorite, least favorite field trip. Let's get on the bus. Uh, Mayfield Dairy is a dairy processing plant in uh, Athens, Tennessee, which, uh, for reference, is southwest of Sweetwater, which is southwest of Loudoun, which is southwest of Farragut, which is southwest of Knoxville. Which is way east of Nashville. (laughs) So it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. It is indeed. Um, On TripAdvisor, Mayfield Dairy Farm is the number one thing to do in Athens. (laughs) Out of 16. (laughs) Um, and many, many a third grader would not agree. Because oh, Athens is also home to the world's second largest cesspit, the first being Seattle. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. way more fun to play in than fucking going to Mayfield. Is this a good time to remind everybody that in addition to being a vegetarian, I am also cripplingly lactose intolerant? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the yellow jug for you is basically a terrifying hornet. It is, yeah. Diarrhea. Right. <laughs> um, um, they also have a sign in their plant. If you ate like a cow, you would have to eat 360 cheeseburgers and drink 600 cartons of milk every day. Uh, which can't be true. I mean, they got four stomachs. They have four sections of one stomach. They got four stomachs. But they don't eat that many calories a day <laughs> there's no fucking way i think there's you should, no way you gotta stop body shaming these cows i'm not body shaming stop. i'm not body shaming because they definitely don't do that do you have reviews or just yes. judgment no. jesus christ i'm giving them credit the, the judgment is coming from mayfield the 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 horrible horrible land barons that are exploiting these cows tits by milking them twice a day is what their website said. Also, there's no cows on this property. This is just a processing plant. You literally just go and watch them, A, make jugs, and B, fill jugs. That's it. Two stars from J.K.O. Zarks. J.K. On TripAdvisor. They're mostly going to be TripAdvisor today. Okay, let's get Presbyterian. Expensive for a limited tour. This is from two months ago. Oh, We like Mayfield ice cream and factory tours, so decided to make a visit. It was nearly $20 for two adults for a 20-minute tour, plus brief historical video. The video was interesting. The tour only allowed viewing some of the filling operations and the blow molding. That's all I came to see. $20 for a blow molding is like a really good deal in some parts of the country. in In this economy? Yeah, honestly. $20 blow molds? No viewing of raw product delivery, mixing or cooking, slash chilling products, and quality control testing wasn't addressed. They don't do it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do it at all. We're no. not allowed to say stuff like that, I don't think. There is a small, typically priced tourist gift shop and some ice cream products for sale. No way to sample milks. Because sometimes you just want to sample a milk. You don't need to do that. Sometimes you want to take a sip of Mayfield special milk. It's because it, it comes from special Mayfield cows. They're different than other cows. To do that, their cows eat. This isn't asparagus. a good one. We, there is a good dairy farm in Knoxville that's like organic and owned by people in the town. Uh huh. They then maybe sample those. Okay, that's good advice. So, I'm just saying, if you're going to, if you're going to East Tennessee and you're looking for milk and you were trying Mayfield, not Cruise Farms, like I, <laughs> one scoop of ice cream is included in the tour price, and the staff were friendly and helpful. If you're a Mayfield fan and want a treat, it's worth a stop, as you can enjoy seating in the pretty courtyard. <laughs> I'd skip the tour due to the high price and very limited components. So. Uh, tours are $10 for an adult these days. Okay. Uh, they used to be like $5 for an adult not that long ago. Yeah. Before that, they were free. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been some inflation issues at the Mayfield Dairy Farm. A little bit. As it's changed ownership and such. Um, until 2020, it was owned by Dean Foods, the sausage people. Huh. Yeah, from 1990 to 2020. And now it's owned by like a dairy... They, it's ca- they call it a dairy cooperative, but I think it's more like a conglomerate. Huh. I didn't look into it, so I don't know. But I, I assume that Dairy Farmers of America isn't like a fun sort of business association amongst dairy farmers. No. Especially when you were previously owned by Dean. Yeah. Five stars from Gator Travel. Gator Travel is from Keystone Heights, Florida. 
And when you're from a town in Florida that no one's ever heard of, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> the more obscure, the worse it gets. Educational and delicious. I've always enjoyed factory tours. Cool. And they seem harder to find these days. Huh. I don't know the statistics on that. <laughs> but recently had the good fortune to take the Mayfield Dairy Tour in Athens, Tennessee. First things first, put on your hair and beard net, if applicable. Mm-hmm. If you're bald and beardless, ignore this sentence. Does it say that? No. Okay. Next, you'll watch an informative film about the history of the company. Then all cell phones are turned off and put away because you will be asked to leave if they see you with one as you start the factory tour. Are there secrets? Yes, trade secrets. Trade secrets? Okay. Not, some companies like um, like uh, store brand Fred Meyer, they don't know how to fill the jugs properly. They, there's a lot of spillage. Yeah. So they're very protective of their secrets for how to get every single drop in the jug. It's the blow molds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those blow molds are, those patents are patents. like... yeah. Ooh, you got to really protect them. Dark history of dairy patents. The The number of of uh, cease and desist letters they've sent to independent artists over their similar blow molds, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. <laughs> I'm so glad we're finally talking about it. Up and down a few... Yeah, and AI keeps like creating its own blow I know, molds. I know. And that's know. like a lot of sweating is happening over that. <laughs> <laughs> Up and down a few steps takes you into the factory where you'll first see them forming their famous yellow milk jugs. You'll have to take the tour to find out why they're yellow. Hell, hell of a sentence. <laughs> I know, it's the hell only of a sentence. I'll be honest, that, that sentence is why I kept the review. <laughs> you'll see them filling the jugs and many other products that take milk from the cow to many other yummy products to your grocery sell- shelves. After some enjoyable views and live narrated commentary through the factory, you'll return to the gift shop and ice cream shop. Your tour ticket, less than $5 per person. This is in 2019. Yeah, so I was going to say decades r- ago. Rampant inflation. Also gets you a mega scoop, 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 scoop of your choice of many delectable flavors of Mayfield ice cream. And I'll just turn my phone around. The mega scoop is in all caps. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's no, like, no, 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 no. Um, you, you did a good job of reading that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm in Halo and I've got 20 kills and no deaths. Yeah. And um, uh, 10-year-olds are sad. Mega scoop. <laughs> and if you dare, parentheses and we did, add an extra scoop for only $1. What is that called? <laughs> Double mega scoop. Ultra psychotic scoop. It was a very interesting tour, a fun gift shop, and an ice cream extravaganza. That didn't come out right. We all scream for ice cream at Mayfield's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I read that last part verbatim. It says extravaganza in parentheses. <laughs> that didn't come out right. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie-daisy. Butterfingers. Two stars from a Southern Bell. Uh-oh. So Southern Bell is from the Southern U.S. on TripAdvisor is what it says. A Southern Bell's profile picture is three linen towels nicely folded with flowers on top. <laughs> so this is a nightmare person. Okay. Uh, two stars. There should be no fee for this tour. My goodness, I grappled over whether to give this tour a two or a three. It's more like a two and a half. Okay. So this is a nightmare person. A nightmare person, yes. We didn't find the entrance for the tour to be clearly marked. The way our GPS brought us in, we had to walk a pretty good ways to the back of the building. This wasn't an issue for us, but it would be for someone elderly or with a disability. Flash cut to a different review. Two stars from Pat M. Not wheelchair friendly. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh. I gotcha. Ah. Boom. I took my 78-year-old mother-in-law with three children for a tour for her birthday. They had only two handicapped parking spots available. The third was blocked by their ice cream trailer and truck. Yikes. (laughs) A, why do you hate your (laughs) mother-in-law? B, why is this business so bad? Lots of questions here. Why are they blocking their own accessible parking spot? It's one thing when, you know, Jeffrey Lebowski parks in the accessible parking spot at the bowling alley. That's because he's yeah. high and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a different thing when you block your own accessible spot with a with a milk truck. One time I worked with a very well-meaning occupational therapist, but I got I, the rudest awakening 
that people's minds are narrow. Yeah. Um, when she, without thought or purpose, parked her car in front of the only curb cut, <laughs> the sidewalk off uh, the front entrance of the school had. Yeah. The only curb cut. Yeah. And I had to be like, Debbie. We need that curb cut, honey. Maybe people use mobility devices. As you well know. (laughs) You might be aware of this. We use that curb cut to make sure they get safely to the playground on the other side of the parking lot, my dear. Um, That's a tough convo to have. It's a tough convo to have, but the car was moved. Uh, (laughs) I'll end you, you know? (laughs) Easy peasy. I won't even blink at all. I will not even blink. You're done. The sidewalk was very wavy and hard to navigate with an electric wheelchair. The ramp they had going on the porch to the visitor center had a high edge on it, which was hard to get the wheelchair to navigate. There were a lot of children, which made it hard for my mother-in-law to navigate as everything was very tight. I mean, yes, that is my number one ADA complaint. There are too many children Too many children. Well, I I honestly didn't get that because it's it's an electric wheelchair. So (laughs) I'm pretty sure you just go for it. Aren't those fueled by children? <laughs> they like they like gather them up. No, you don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think you get bonus points. I don't think if you so. like really okay. Bonus I thought it was like a scoring situation. What I is it was the like review a... over? <clears throat> the tour was nice, even though mom had to wait for us a few times as the tour required you going up and down stairs. It's her birthday. <laughs> it's her birthday. <laughs> Why didn't you take her someplace she wanted to go? And she re- Maybe she grew up with Mayfields. She didn't want to go here. She really enjoyed the trip and no. the ice cream, but had an accident in the gift shop when a child ran in front of her moving wheelchair and she tried to avoid hitting him. She ran into the display and shattered a coffee cup that was hanging there. The aisles are not designed for wheelchairs. Why did you give her such a bad time on her birthday? The handicapped stall was hard to access as the baby changing table was down and wouldn't go up to open the door all the way for access. Oh, my God. (laughs) That one's really bad. There's a lot of bad ones, but that one is like genuinely pretty unacceptable. That one's like, yeah, that's less comedic. The children range in age from 15, three and one, and they all enjoyed it. The three-year-old was fascinated by all the mechanisms. He even asked questions. To the, so now we just now we just it's review the rest of the thing. The it's the three-year-old's it birthday, and I do not care. It gets two stars because the kids had a good time. No, it was. And you broke a coffee cup, and everybody has a good time with that. Her birthday. <laughs> it was her birthday. <laughs> and what a birthday it was. Why oh, can opa. you not just take her someplace to get salisbury steak and give her a gift and watch a movie and have a wonderful time why why are you dragging her out to this place i i i I guarantee you your 78 year old step southern stepmother all she wanted was a meat and two sides that's you know and a religious film she wanted to go to the rowdies where they have a ramp and she wanted a meat and two sides and she wanted you to watch god's not dead too with her and (laughs) You know, I don't know, I know why you've done this. I know it's not fun, but we don't have to be this way. <laughs> God damn it. If your life is a fucking mess. Guess what? Send us mail on the pony distress. Chicken butt. Hey, you're getting a haircut. In- uh, mm-hmm. I got a tight clock. 52 minutes. Yep. Um, knowing us, I cannot guarantee you we, we will be done recording the second half of the show in 52 minutes. That's yeah, a shame. I really need the goddamn haircut. So because of that, we're going to talk about some stuff that I mentioned last time from listener Hollis. Yes. But we're going to save some stuff from listener Griffin until next time yes. when we are not on a haircut time crunch. Yeah. It's a real ticking time bomb. If I grow another centimeter, I'm going to lose my shit. It's hot, and I need a thin. And they never thin it enough, so this time I'm going to really stamp my foot. Um, uh, which is a lie. It probably won't, still won't be enough. Um, so Listener Hollis was sent to Goodreads to look for a book review for Metamorphosis and found this. Okay. 
And then, so we're going to, I'm going to read you this review. It's a little bit long and we'll see what happens. Um, and then you're going to let me know who you think is their top book. Okay. The, the reviewer has a list of like their top books on their Goodreads page. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read you their review and then you're going to tell me what kind of filth you think they read. Okay, I love it. This is a good game. You, Gregor, turned into a giant bug. Your family alternated between fearing, caring, and loathing you in your bug body. (laughs) Ultimately, you began doing lots of creepy bug things and become a burden to them. Then you starved to death, and your parents got their spare bedroom back. You know I got an English degree, a master's English degree, and managed to never read Metamorphosis? Really? It was like like the the button on it, honestly. It was like my, my proudest achievement was that I managed to do the whole six years, never read it. That's, I mean, that's a pretty accurate, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, slow clapping. Okay. If you haven't already guessed, I didn't enjoy this one. I'm not a fan of books where things just happen without any sort of explanation, nor if books that give you, a, nor if books that give off a- So the Bible's like right out. The Bible is right <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> Nor if books that give off a consistently dreary feeling throughout. The Bible, out. Dead in the water. Out the window. Um, (laughs) I could summarize the entire book as, Gregor turns into a bug. It was not a smart move. Which is a beautiful one-sentence summarization of Franz Kafka's yeah. seminal, seminal classic *Metamorphosis*. It's a better. I mean, I, as a two-sentence um, story, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, which is slightly misrepresenting the book because the book actually has Gregor turning into a bug without any rhyme or reason. This is probably one of those books where everything is a representation of something significant in real life. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to hold on while this reader grapples with metaphor? Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm hanging on to my ass. Just, just really. Yeah. Just really begins to understand the the concept. Core concept, yeah. Of imaginative language. Okay. An important novel, if you will. Let me Wikipedia this. Dot dot dot. Dot 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 dot. Dot 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 dot. This is an awful experience. Okay, I'm back. Oh, thank you. Nice. I'm glad you logged back into AIM. Apparently, the bug thing is either a metaphor for a father complex, Gregor's dad was the most anti-Gregor, anti-bug character, or a take on the artist's struggle, Gregor's sister is the cruelest because she can make music. I guess that could be what the book means, dot, 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 question mark. I guess the book is so open to interpretation that it could literally mean just about anything. It feels like one of those books just written for the hell of it. And then some English teachers got a hold of it, and now it's become an important novel. Yeah. Sometimes books are just written for the hell of it. It's a bummer. Therefore, I'm going to stick with my original interpretation. It's a rather pointless novel about a bug that dies. Personally, I did not like the style, the characters... Spoilers, also. I haven't read it. And the ending. Uh. It felt painful to read. The emotions and feelings associated with the events just felt incredibly depressing. Yeah, it's it's a bummer that I've learned so much about painful reading experiences in the last two minutes, too. I didn't know how painful reading could be until the last two minutes. Yeah. Who is their number one author? Uh, Susan Collins of Hunger Games. Is that right? No, it is not Susan Collins of Clarissa the- Explains It All fame. Oh, is that not the right name for Hunger Games? Who wrote no, the that, Hunger Games? No, she also wrote the Hunger Games. I just fuck yeah. I just did really I, did I nail that you author did. out of the? Oh my god! You did. You did. Oh my god! I can't believe um, it. It's J.K. Rowling. Okay, I see. I just didn't want to go there. It's good old J.K. I thought Harry Potter, and then um, I was like, Nah, I could maybe like skew that a the, little bit. Let's be let's be surprising. First one, the first one. Yeah. Their number one book is uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone. Which Their was second, not written for no reason. Which was written for absolutely no reason. You do not we write do a not novel know. on a dinner napkin for no reason. I'm... <laughs> okay. Uh, no, she wrote it because she was broke and she thought her opinions mattered. Yeah. Um, and now she's now rich she's and thinks rich. in her she opinions. She still thinks her yeah. opinion matters. And it doesn't. It's funny how um, that. Yeah, it's happens. funny how all that works. Yeah. I so thank you very much for that, listener Hollis. It made me feel <clears throat> irate. <laughs> Here you go. God, I really hated God it. God damn. 
Um, let's talk about steak. Let's talk about steak, baby. Put it in my heart, baby. Not gonna suck blood no more, baby. <laughs> that's, that's how you. That's the only way you can kill me, and I'm ready to go. Um. Okay. Been kicking it for too long, baby. So Sasha has a recipe that's even more outright than how to broil your steak. It's really hard to beat that one on outrightness. Outback Steakhouse style steak. I, I don't think they have a style. There is not an Australian style. It's just cooked meat. Why is this? Why are we starting here? This is a recipe I got off Recipe Goldmine. Delicious and easy rub for steaks. Update. Due to the numerous comments, I've updated the salt measurement. Enjoy. <laughs> no, it's Outback style. It's supposed to be salty. Um, The ingredients are uh, steaks. Uh-huh. The rub ingredient is four to six teaspoons of salt, depending on taste, paprika, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, cayenne powder, coriander, and turmeric. It's a rub, yeah. It's a steak rub. It's a steak rub. I really don't think their steaks are different than other steaks. I really don't. Except for when they are. Okay. And we're going to get started with Cajun Style and their five-star review. That's a distinctive kind of steak. Now we're getting somewhere. Australian is not. It's all about the... Rub! Oh, baby, baby, baby. You don't got to tell me that. Dot, 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 dot. I have searched for a great rub for a while now. Oh, me too. I've been going to some dark places. Dot, 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 dot. Space for steaks. (laughs) I've also tried many of the store flavors. Thanks, friend. Dot, dot, dot. This is the one. (laughs) The one. It will be my secret rub <laughs> from now on. That you got from an Outback cop- copycat recipe on food.com. Come on, everybody. It's food.com. Um, it's my secret rub. Uh-huh. No, and I have secret biscuits, too. I just hope nobody else looks at the back of that box. It's my secret <laughs> rub. Oh, I see. Okay. Our next reviewer didn't have as good of a time. Uh-huh. They even, maybe I would say that they had a bad time. I mean, what oil did we use with this one? Butter? There's no oil listed in the ingredients. Okay. The ingredients, other than the rub, is, is steak. steak. Yeah. So wait, so what's the cooking method? Is it is this like a grill one? Is this a normal one? It's No, no. It's it's also a broiled steak. But okay. people just... So this is a dry broil. This is a dry ass broil. That's not a thing. Um. Anyway. Yeah. One star. From Joel H. Hotmail. God damn. The H is a it's a full name. Joel last name Hotmail is Hotmail. this person's <laughs> username. I just want Joel you to know. Joel Hotmail. Joel Hotmail tried this recipe for the first time. I questioned the amount of salt, but went ahead as directed. It turned out way too salty, yep. and I had to throw away steaks after trying three or four bites. It's about context because if you're in and out back. You're expecting it, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. It turns out, fast casual, pretty much the only trick they actually have is salting is the salting fuck out of everything. the fuck out of the food. Yeah. Could the amount of salt be a misprint? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. DJC has this reply. You never use table salt on meat. I mean, that's true. And to be honest, you're not really supposed to be cooking with it at all. I mean, oh, fuck. It's, oh, this is going to be hard because I feel the same way. I just don't say it online. It's only for seasoning at the table. This and all other recipes uses either coarse kosher salt or coarse French gray salt. I don't like it when people say things I believe. Sell cri. Mm, well, what was the last one? Because I don't believe that. French gray salt, oh, which I've never off. heard of. No, and I, it's like, um, I think I know what it is. Yeah, fuck off. It, kosher's fine. It's not much salt at all because a teaspoon of coarse salt is only about one-fifth the sodium of yeah. a teaspoon that of table a, salt. That is a thing, yeah. Um, and it 100% is a thing. So if you're, using, if you're using table salt, yeah, you're going to ruin your food. You're going to make 100%. your food absolutely way too salty. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that this was... I just like I just thought that this was a fun little difference from the last recipe that had some really glaring and dangerous things that you shouldn't be doing in your kitchen. 
uh, do I think that this person should have said in the recipe, coarse kosher, kosher salt? salt. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do yeah, think yeah, yeah. that. It actually does matter a lot, yeah. I also do not expect the layperson to know yeah. or to put together the fact that the teeny tiny little table salt crystals yeah. are going to be more salt in your in, in your teaspoon measuring cup yeah. than coarse kosher salt is. Yeah. I don't expect people to think about that. No. Um did you sound like the absolute worst, DJC? Oh my me god! Out. I really struggle when wow. people that you bring say things that are right. I but in such a wrong way. You sound like the absolute goddamn worst. What? How did you? Honestly, though, if you hop on Reddit for five seconds, that's pretty much the whole thing. I don't though. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> not on Reddit. I'm not on Facebook. I'm only on Instagram so that I can keep up with the couch selection at our local vintage store. <laughs> I live a pretty insulated life, <laughs> um, and I, that's good for me. It's healthy for me. Yeah, uh, I do let this trash in, though. Yeah. Constantly. You got to let the right trash in. Critical Era had a great time. Five stars. This is it! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Look no further! Dot, dot, dot. Your steak will taste exactly like Outback with this recipe or any uh dot 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 we were going to outback every weekend oh my god <laughs> i go to outback every single weekend no i cannot work overtime saturday you do not understand my family and i go to outback every single saturday i can you i love routine I love routine. People know this yeah, about yeah. me as a person. Yeah. Every weekend? Nothing keeps me regular like my every weekend outback. You don't plan any camping trips. You never go out of town. Or do you? Do you? Yeah. When you go out of town, do you find an outback? I think so. Or you take it with you. Yeah. Do you? Like, what is you? you what you do is you get here. You go Friday. You order it to go. You bring it home, you blanch it so you maintain <laughs> its color, and then you freeze it, and then you take it camping and you reheat it. It's I... perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> drip, drip, splat. Oh, good fucking Has our four-star review. Oh, no, we could skip drip, drip, splat. We cannot. Oh, no, please. This was pretty darn good. Oh, shit. This made me come and dumb and dip, dip a splat. I had to substitute basil for coriander and curry powder for turmeric. We were out of both. It's, no, you do not substitute curry powder for turmeric. I cut down. You don't put curry powder on your steak. That is, I, I guarantee you, I promise you, that is not Australian. I cut down the cayenne by half, as well as the salt. The seasonings were delicious, and the only drawback was that we all felt like we had been pepper sprayed when the plates hit the table. What the? F yeah, because you broiled garam masala dry. Not a major drawback, and in fact, quite funny to watch. Oh, that is funny though when Smiley you pepper face. spray your family. Yeah, that is good. I do um, that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I'll pe sometimes I'll come into the room and I'll just say surprise. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> yeah. Our last review comes from error Aaron Aaronification error Aaronification. No more on that topic. I yeah, guess. Yeah, done. <laughs> Putting a button in steaks. Here we go. Yep. Greatness. I grilled these up for me and my sis. For the person who gave it one star, I can see where he or she is coming from. Uh -huh. It had a strong kick. However. Especially if you put garam masala on it or another curry powder. If you, I, I, fucking A. I had that jaunt caked on the ribeye. Yeah. Use the rub sparingly and it will clear your sinuses all the same. If you like big taste, go for it. But if you enjoy the mellow tones of the meat itself... Then go a different way. Yeah. And this is also a recipe where we're dry rubbing paprika onto something and then cooking it under a broiler with no oil. Like, that is a good way to just blacken and burn the shit out of anything you put on it. A lot of people did grill these steaks. This this recipe yeah. was more about the rub. So, like, yeah, it was so suggested yeah. to broil, but mm. a lot of people grilled or just cooked these steaks however they typically cook a steak. So, yeah. there's less I set my fa my house on fire with this um, yeah. recipe, but I do need to just go ahead and read these last couple of sentences so we can move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to use this recipe to get my girlfriend to quit being a vegetarian. There we go. Go we meat. Yeah, and you know what? And, and, and honestly, you should try the grand masala for turmeric trick because that's really gonna get your <laughs> vegetarian. Your vegetarian girlfriend probably loves curry. <laughs> I can tell you one thing: she won't be your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Once you demonstrate that you don't know the difference between toasting a spice and burning the fuck out of it. Yeah. So that's what I have on meat. There we go. I just realized it's a meat and dairy special because we're is. moving back to dairy. It is. Yeah. This is what every growing country boy needs. Truly. Is meat and milk. Uh-huh. Every single night. Except for Saturday, which is Outback. Which is Outback. Okay. Five stars from Frederick, Frederick V. We're going back to the Mayfield Dairy Farm in Athens, Tennessee. Mayfield Farms, Mayfield Farms. Come Everybody on, everybody, it's, May- it's Mayfield, Mayfield Farms. Farms. Five stars from Frederick V. So kind employee gave us his work ID. Okay. My team and I's experience at this unique dairy farm in Athens, so this was a team building activity, which means time to find a new job, um, was an excellent surprise. The staff was very welcoming and knowledgeable. Seth McCosh was one of the standout fellows that had noteworthy customer service. He even gave us his work ID as a send-off gift for our group. We can't thank Mayfield Dairy Farms enough for this informative, you're making a fun face, uh, informative and inspiring experience. Um, and they did go ahead and include a full picture of Seth oh, McCosh's no. worker ID. Why do you have that? This is definitely a breach of protocol. This isn't supposed to happen. And I, conduct what, and humanity. That, so when I saw that review, I maybe did a double take because uh-huh. you're really not supposed to just give people your work ID. And it's really, really weird to be excited when someone does. <laughs> so excited that you take a picture and you put it on TripAdvisor. <laughs> Every, weird. These are all space aliens. None of these people are real. Please, please. It's especially weird that now when you look at the pictures all together oh on God. TripAdvisor, like if you're just looking at pictures, one of them is Seth mccosh's work id out of control out of control um we're gonna read some scraps and sentences okay just just the bits i'm gonna give you some bits some bacon bits this <laughs> is the good stuff crumbs that i found and then we'll have one or a couple more reviews later so here's a bit from a review on TripAdvisor from 2017 it is very inexpensive and i definitely recommend taking your kids to learn where their milk comes from i will be taking my four-year-old back when she is a little older to understand uh huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when a cow and a milk pail love each other very, 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 very much. much. <laughs> and Seth McCosh comes in with those clammy ass hands and gets to work. Stop. <laughs> Another little bit here. I'll never look at a jug of milk or a box of ice cream in the way I did before, now that I know more of what it took to get it from the cow into my hands. Parentheses, I already knew the process of getting it from my hands into my mouth. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I was worried. Do I put my mouth on the udder? Is Do I put it on like, the, do I go in between or is it just like one of them? <laughs> is it just one big udder? And then once I have it there, do I like, is it like a punching action? How hard? Yeah. Five stars from Angie. <laughs> Five stars from Angie S. And I'm just going to read the subject line of this one. Okay. Poke stop, crushed penny machine, and ice cream. What more could I ask for? Nothing. That's everything. Those are the things you need. Good job, Penny. Uh, three stars from Brad E. Brad E is from Van Vleck, Texas. Damn. I know. I want to go. Um, it takes a lot for me to say that. Even though it's an excellent tour, this place is a terrible place to work since you have to work through a temp agency for 90 days and only make $9.50 an hour. Can anyone really make it on $9.50 an hour if you have a family relying on you? No. Do you want to know what the minimum wage is in Tennessee? Because it's less than that. (laughs) It's 2015. Um, So I think it was still less than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No. In 2015, it was $7.25. Yeah. It's just whatever the federal is. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Keep so, it low. <laughs> so that was they cool. They do not value people. No, they really don't. Um, so I thought that was cool. That's just on TripAdvisor. It's just a one-star review it, for the state of Tennessee. Three stars on TripAdvisor. It's a shitty place to work. Good God. A lot of people from older reviews mentioned that there's a mechanical cow that you can practice milking on. <laughs> so that's a thing. Yeah. It's not there anymore. It's been decommissioned. Okay. 
yeah. At least none of the recent reviews mention it, but a lot of their older reviews, that's like the number one highlight. Yeah. My kids got to practice milk- milking a robot cow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like a disturbing experience, but people yeah, kept does. acting yeah. like it was a good thing, so okay. I don't know. Um, and then we're going to read this review. Uh, this is on TripAdvisor. This is uh, this person's from Knoxville. And this is a review by Blessed Mama 7644 Okay. So we're off to a terrible start. Terrible start. <laughs> our family toured this facility in August 2011 and, our, and enjoyed our time there. The gift shop area had lots of fun souvenirs to look at while we waited for our scheduled tour to begin. We were also able to buy ice cream and pose for pictures with a fake cow which had actual udders we could try milking. Oh, boy. Lots of hand sanitizers were used afterwards. Lol. Lol. The tour began with a brief film that detailed the history of Mayfields and was very informative. Next, we were given hairnets to wear before we could enter the facility. We saw the process by which the bottles were made, watched the bottling process, and even got to witness their assembly line staff handle, quote, spilt milk. Literally. (laughs) Okay. Dynamite. Dynamite. Crazy riveting review. You go on this tour that you paid in 2015, in 2012, sorry. You go on this tour that in 2012 you paid $5 for or was maybe free. Or it's maybe free. And you get to watch minimum wage earning factory workers clean milk that fell on the concrete floor i can't I, honestly the only thing that tops that is super bowl sunday truly and i'd love to stay but i have to get to outback and that's so. only <laughs> yeah, or saturday I, or, or my colon's gonna explode um They were so professional and prompt about the cleanup and hailed it with such grace while those of us on the tour were gazing at them through a see-through observation walkway oh nearby. Oh my god, it's a zoo! <laughs> Can you imagine? My heart would be racing if I got to watch minimum wage earning plant workers clean milk. I'm deeply upset. Uh, you, come on, you know you'd be into it. I is, what else? What else is possibly going to do you for a Sunday other than watching people clean milk in a factory? Honestly, a uh, real quick two-star Yelp review from Brian. I did dip into Yelp a little bit just to, dip, just to get, just my, just just get my toes to a yeah. little milky. Um, you could taste the Hershey's powder chocolate flavoring and their chocolate whole milk. Nowhere near Promised Land chocolate whole milk, but the shelves were empty of Promised Land. So this is a review so of the grocery store. So that's not a Brian's okay. local Kroger was out of promise land promise land chocolate milk so they got the mayfields and it tastes like hershey's cocoa which is you'd think you'd want yeah i thought maybe that it, was a good th- i thought it was gonna be positive and then it wasn't that's got to be at least like a standard of chocolate flavoring in yeah. a beverage is the hershey's powder yeah but i guess not I guess not it's nowhere near promise land no <laughs> and then real quick four-star google review from dina dina's a local guide Made a delivery there. It can be confusing as it is a huge place. See photo. Green arrow is entry gate. Red square is liquid office. And yellow square was ice cream office. Princes up the stairs. We unloaded a pallet shed, which was a blue dot. Nice people. It didn't take long. <laughs> uh, and then they attached a map that they color coded. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, good. But with that map and fucking Scott's ID, we're going to be ready to can, break in. We can do milk theft. Milk theft. Milk theft. Milk theft. Milk theft. Oh, in 1962, Tom Mayfield developed the first zipper opening for an ice cream carton. I forgot to share that. That's from their history page. So in the 60s, you would have zippers on your ice cream. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had to keep them zipped up in public. Otherwise, the ice cream dick came out. Uh-huh. Huh, huh. <laughs> if you're somebody who's comfortable leaving a review you might want to write a review about this show on whatever podcast review platform you have access to in lieu of that you can just email us and tell us that we're great because we think you're great we really do um reach out to us at foreveracritic at gmail.com on twitter at critic everyone or on facebook at facebook.com slash critic everyone 
I'd like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our uh, jam bama of an ad break bop. Yeah. I'd like to thank Jazar for Green Lights, which is um, the tired old song you're about to hear. We're going to fucking pull it out of the barn one more time for you. Old fucking nag fleas and shit. It's crazy um, and then Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which um, opens the show. But honestly, if you just hit that like fast forward button twice, you'll get right past it. I'd like to thank brother of the show, Oliver. <laughs> you can reach out to him. At BeastCodeStarts at gmail.com. For artwork and tattoos and sitch. And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. Bye.